Live from the Visitor's Center at the Granddaddy of American Monuments in Mount Rushmore, South Dakota, it's the 786th Daddy Awards that we know of, presented by Tell Me About Your Father. And now, our hosts, it's Aaron Hosier, Elizabeth Thompson, and me, Matthew Philp. It's been another year in dad land for those who choose to identify as fathers, because as we know, men still get to choose. <laughs> Featuring a star-studded lineup, kids, of regular dicks to dictators, tonight's awards offer a glimpse of a year that brought out the worst in so many and the best in too few. Buckle up for all the musk that Elon has to offer with appearances by King Charles III, Beto O'Rourke, Love Govs Galore, Leaders of Whole Countries, a Special Lifetime Achievement Award for Fertility, and so many stars. Let's get to it. Thanks, Biz. So with that in mind, we're kicking off this night of nights for the father-centric podcast industry with the Silliest Clown Award a new award sponsored by Laughter that is given to a father or father figure who this year truly made us ask the question, what are you doing? And the nominees are Travis Barker for having deep loser Chad Veach from the homophobic youth-oriented Zoe Church officiate his wedding in a gaudy, dated, Baroque Catholic cathedral in a salute to lame gangster culture. And also for getting fashion goals, Dolce & Gabbana to design their wedding clothes. Sean Penn for finally and uselessly handing over his Oscar to noted actual hero, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. Elon Musk for taking over Twitter and laying off half its staff. Also inciting the resignations of 1,200 more employees, all without a plan for what to do next in sight. And Will Smith for the slap, and also for using Denzel Washington as a god proxy to excuse his own violence, and then going to India to heal himself. And media outlet The Daily Mail for its incomparable headlines like this one from April. At least one Markle will be at the Queen's Jubilee. Meghan's father vows to visit UK for platinum celebrations as he labels Prince Harry an idiot and agrees with Trump that the Duke is whipped by his daughter. And the winner is, surprisingly, Will Smith, who is actually the biggest victim of all of this, you guys. Speaking of people we'd love to slap, next up we have the You Could Be Amazing If You Only Took the Time to Truly Understand Yourself and Change Award. This award recognizes men and or fathers who have actively avoided reasonable practice of the recovery slogan, does this need to be said? Does this need to be said by me? And does this need to be said right now? The nominees are Chet Hanks, father of one and wayward son of America's favorite Mr. Rogers stand-in, Tom Hanks, for his wildly unhinged workout posts on Instagram and YouTube videos that mash together Christian cuckoo talk mixed with no pain, no gain, L.A. macho, shamanistic nonsense, and palpable delusion. What is more immediate than your own body? If you want to change the state of your life, if you want to change the circumstances of your life, 
What is a more immediate thing that you can take control over than the state of your body? And the state of how you physically exert yourself in the state of what you put your body to give it the nutrients it needs. What is more immediate than that? Also up for this award is famous father Shia LaBeouf for giving a two-hour interview with fellow actor John Bernthal about his first two years of sobriety and desperate desire to be a better man, a good father, and to treat women better while intermittently crying and referring to ex-girlfriend FKA Twigs, who he stands accused of sexually and physically abusing, as that woman. I'm developing, like, the ability to shut the fuck up and not do anything. And it felt so emasculine to not do something. Mm -hmm. It feels like emasculine to not do something. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, there's nothing more masculine than a mountain. And the winners are Chad Hanks and Shia LaBeouf. Thank you. The Kids Are All Right Award is given every year to the offspring of someone famous who has shown excellence in the field of putting their foot down and calling out the bad behaviour of their father. And the nominees are... Vivian Jenna Wilson for legally dropping Musk as her last name, stating that she no longer wanted to be associated with her father, Elon. Christian Walker for stunning everyone by, for once not being a toxic right-wing troll, as he read his father, Herschel Walker, for filth a month before the midterms. Prince Harry, Duke of Sussex, and noted husband of Meghan Markle for publicly stating that he thinks his brother and father are trapped. And the winner is Christian Walker, because we never expected to appreciate him and probably never will again. Isn't that right, Matthew? Our next category is Worst Hammer Dad in the documentary House of Hammer. And the nominees are Julius Hammer, a shady founder of the Russian Communist Party in America, who did time for killing a woman via an abortion in 1919. Armand Sr., former head of Occidental Petroleum, who continued his father's legacy of corruption and control, this time as a billionaire puppet master who makes Succession's Logan Roy seem like a cuddly teddy bear, and about whom his biographer, Neil Lydon, said this, I think he was the most satanic man of the second half of the 20th century. Julian, Armand's only son, but disliked all the same, who not only is an admitted abuser of his family, but once killed a man over a gambling debt a crime that went unpunished due to nepotism. Michael, who died in November, professed to be a born-again Christian even as he touted the existence of a seven-foot-tall family sex throne he called the Naughty Chair, which featured a family crest, cage, and somehow a hook. Rumoured to be used by male family members in orgies over the decades, he also sired Army Hammer. Which brings us to Army an almost movie star, an accused cannibal and sexual abuser of multiple women, who once texted a date that he'd like to cut off one of her toes to keep with him in his pocket. One of the lighter texts we can share for a general audience already living with PTSD. Don't join the army, am I right, Busy? <laughs> the winner 
arguably Michael, who is no longer with us to accept this award. On to our next award, the Sylvester Stallone Award for Best New Face. This award notices and honors the freshest and flirtiest of brow lips, eye jobs, fillers, and snatched glossy lips. The nominees this year are... The face of Joe Biden. The face of Jeff Bezos. The face of Vladimir Putin. The face of Elon Musk. And the face of Chris Pine. And the winner is... Jeff Juicy Lips Bezos. Let's pause here to celebrate the winners announced at an earlier Daddy Awards breakfast hosted by the Academies of Tell Me About Your Father's Arts and Sciences, secretly hosted at Buckingham Palace by us during the Queen's funeral. Worst court of the land this year went to the U.S. Supreme Court once again for the overturning of Roe v. Wade and for cries of victimhood from life-appointee conservative judges who just wanted to go to restaurants without the inconvenience of seeing protesters. Next up, the North Pole Chills Award for a thunderously delivered rebuke of terrible people was awarded to Senate candidate and father of three, Beto O'Rourke, for the following. We lost 19 kids and their two teachers shot to death with a weapon originally designed for use in combat, legally purchased by an 18-year-old who did not try to obtain one when he was 16 or 17, but followed the law that's on the books, ladies and gentlemen, that says that you can buy not one, you could buy two or more if you want to, AR-15s, hundreds of rounds of ammunition, and take that weapon that was originally designed for use on the battlefields in Vietnam to penetrate an enemy soldier's helmet at 500 feet and knock him down dead up against kids at five feet. It may be funny to you, motherfucker, but it's not funny to me, okay? This year's nominees for Best Animal Dad were... Penguins, seahorses, gorillas... Flamingos, red foxes, and mouth almighty, an Australian fish the New York Times referred to as a different kind of fish dad who carries his wife's eggs, some of which are fertilized by other males in his mouth to keep them safe. And the winner was mouth almighty, a different kind of fish dad. Wow. Oh, look who it is. You guys, for a second year in a row, Don Gosh. Draper. Don Draper is here, folks. What oh, are you did he even God. leave the theater? Don, what do you have to say to us? Listen to me. Get out of here and move forward. This never happened. It will shock you how much it never happened. We're not going to get out of here. We got more words to hand out. <laughs> We're just getting started. Speaking of good animal dads, Conversely, Matthew, this year's nominees for Worst Animal Father were Grizzly Bears, Hyenas, Lions, Sea Bass, and Horses. And the winner was Lions, who sometimes eat their own cubs and who, after the cubs are born, will leave all the work to lionesses 
Sound familiar? Congratulations to those winners and nominees and all who enjoyed a full English breakfast at Buckingham Palace. You know, Aaron, all this talk of royalty has me thinking about winners. That's right. Now it's time for a special Lifetime Achievement Award for Most Fertile Man Over 35. And the nominees are... 42-year-old Nick Cannon, father of 11, soon to be 12, and partner to five mothers, has seen the fruits of mom's labor for four babies in 2022 alone. Legendary Love Cannon, born... Jesus Christ. Love Cannon. Legendary Love Cannon, born in January. Onyx Ice Coal Cannon, born in September. Rise Messiah Cannon, also born in September. And beautiful Zeppelin Cannon, born in November. A new baby, it was announced in October, will be born next year. Nick Cannon reportedly pays more than $3 million annually on child support. What a loser. Sorry. He's a winner in his own book. And he loses a lot of cash. My second nominee in this category goes to 64-year-old Alec Baldwin, father of eight, seven of whom with wife Ilaria Baldwin, born Hillary Lynn Hayward Thomas, who he started knocking up in 2012. Ireland, thoughtless little pig Baldwin, is 27. Her mother is Kim Basinger. And then on to Ilaria and Alex's children. Carmen Gabriella is nine. Raphael Thomas is seven. Leonardo Angel Charles is six. Romeo Alejandro David is four. Eduardo Idu Paolo Lucas is two. Maria Lucia Victoria, born via surrogate, is 20 months. And Ilaria, they named the, the newest baby after. Right. <laughs> they sure did. Ilaria Catalina Irina, born via Ilaria, was born not quite three months ago, folks. You know what I say, Busy, is keep it inside. <laughs> and the winner is Nick Cannon. And now, to help mark the midpoint of this year's daddies, we're joined backstage by the Duchess of Sussex and Montecito, Meghan Markle, longtime fan of her own father, and the woman who twice made his former Royal Highness Prince Harry a father. Your Grace... What do you think we can expect from the rest of the Daddy Awards this year? People should expect the real me in this and probably the me that they've never gotten to know, certainly not in the past few years, um, where everything is through the lens of the media as opposed to, it's me. I'm just excited to be myself and talk and be unfiltered. Wow. Mm -hmm. And speaking of royalty, we come now to the You Had One Job Award. Handed out annually to a senior member of any royal family who is somehow still thought of as divine, and despite having untold privilege, resources, and our staff designated to protect them, still bafflingly managed to embarrass themselves. The nominees are... His former Royal Highness Prince Andrew, who, after being stripped of his titles and all reasons to be seen decided to commemorate himself and his own military service by posting on his ex-wife's Instagram account. 
King Charles III for having a public tantrum over the fact that an inkwell had been left in his way, shaming one of his wildly overqualified military-trained servant-slash-aides. And the winner is, oh God, who cares? Nevertheless, here to impose is His Majesty King Charles III, royal father to all those who live under the inclusive, watchful eye of the British Empire, your Majesty, how do you think just being nominated for this award will impact your life? My life will, of course, change as I take up my new responsibilities. It will no longer be possible for me to give so much of my time and energies to the charities and issues for which I care so deeply. Have you guys had enough feudalism for one lifetime? I know I sure haven't, which is lucky because as tradition dictates, our next award is for most insane and yet fully and currently functioning fear-based feudal-style male-run governmental body. The nominees are... The Paternal Necrocracy of North Korea. All brands. Offices. What's left of Twitter. The Vatican and the publishing industry. And the winner, as always, goes to all the nominees and ultimately us, the public, as our lives continue in a world influenced on all sides by their awfulness. Talk about watching a car crash in slow motion. Speaking of all things accident-related, Aaron, we now move to the Crosstown Wheelie Award for throwing children who are under your care under the bus. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. Governor Glenn Youngkin of Virginia. Governor Kevin Stitt of Oklahoma and Governor Mike DeWine of Ohio for serving the I Got Raped in Ohio and All I Got Was an Abortion in Indiana as a 10-year-old award. Each of the nominees this year really outdid themselves by actively and callously working to betray and alienate trans and otherwise queer kids in their states entirely for their own useless political gain. And the winner goes to Governor Ron DeSantis, who paid for this award. Wow. A win for DeSantis marks significant progress in our hitting the real motherload of feces tonight, which naturally, which naturally and smoothly brings us to our annual biggest piece of shit of the year award. This annual dishonor recognizes a celebrity father for year-long achievement in the areas of unmanaged violent outbursts, relentlessly terrible choices, paper-thin ego, mm. and or a fascinating lack of self-awareness. And the nominees are... Alec Baldwin for his Woody Allen Instagram Live interview in which he shouts at his maid in broken Spanish. Leonela! Leonela! Johnny Depp for the Depp v. Heard trial. Yay West for digging in his heels and standing by his efforts to promote anti-Semitism among countless other thoughtless tantrum moments we've all endured and continue to endure. Elon Musk for being an unfunny, self-declared martyr billionaire 
who moves the goalposts on free speech whenever it suits him to the detriment of everyone. Vladimir Putin for the unending war in Ukraine, which continues in no small part because he just doesn't want to be a loser. And Ted Cruz for speaking at an NRA convention minutes after the tragic shootings of dozens of children in Uvalde, Texas. And the winner is Vladimir Putin. Sorry. This is the final award of our ceremony. Listeners at home, because we love you, we come to our final award, the award that started it all 786 years ago, the Patrick Swayze Memorial Award for Excellence and the Lifelong Practice of Holistic Hotness. And the nominees are Joel Kim Booster, whose summer episode of Tell Me About Your Father includes thoughtful conversation about his own late father. And, of course, about the daddy award-winning new kind of fish dad, Mouth Almighty. Channing Tatum, author of kids' book, The One and Only Sparkella, for writing a sequel, The One and Only Sparkella Makes a Plan. Robert Redford, unexpected, for being the original handsome climate environmentalist. Dwayne Wade for his sustained, heroic, public support of daughter, Zaya Wade. Esen Harsafi, Iranian soccer team captain, for his fearless leadership and symbolic defiance of the Iranian government's decades-long theocratic, authoritarian oppression of its own people. And father of two and president of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, for standing by his nation. And the award goes to all the nominees, because each is responsible in their own way, for helping the world move in the right direction. And that's the show. We'd like to congratulate all the nominees and winners. It is an honor just to be nominated. The 786 Daddy Awards are a courtesy awards ceremony presented by Tell Me About Your Father. Courtesy. The self. Sorry. I don't even know what it means. It's a courtesy. It is a courtesy. <laughs> wait, okay, wait. The 786 Daddy Awards are a courtesy awards ceremony presented annually by Tell Me About Your Father. This year's awards were tabulated, written, and produced by me, Erin Hosier, Elizabeth Thompson, and Matthew Philp. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Tell Me About Your Father. Everyone, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next year. Thanks for coming, everyone. We love you unconditionally. Parking validation in the back. Unconditionally. We love you no matter what. (laughs) See you next year, hopefully. (laughs) Or listen to us. If there is a next year. Yeah.